Tranny Bud Light Dick. Trans Tran Water. Bud Light Beer. Water. Wait, why do you have two? Um, because one I just grabbed for you, so you drink that instead of this. This or that, Peter. You can get with this, or you, you can, can get, get with that. that. You can get with this, or you can get with that. Like, no, you can get with this, this or you good? can get with that. It's not bad. It's different. Like this and like that. This one is definitely better though. The Raygun West Coast Brother, other brother beer company. No, but still, I mean, yeah, yeah. We'll save it for next loser. Yeah, whoever's going first will drink it. All right, I'm gonna start up my cigar here too. We got the chopper. Got the oh. lighter. Yeah, what? Wait, is Griffin graduated? Yeah. Is he uh, like an adult now, or is he like? <laughs> well, graduation's the seventh. Oh shit. So technically, he hasn't graduated yet. But, but he's but done with school. Apparently, like. you don't have to go to school for the last two weeks anymore. Oh yeah, that's what it was when I was when I was a senior. Bullshit. When I was a senior, like that, it was a joke. The last two weeks were a joke. Yeah, I mean, you're supposed to go, but. Really Wait, I don't remember getting two weeks off. Really? No, the, I didn't I say mean, it was off. You know, like the whole SAT scores are like in when you're a, a junior in high school. So like your whole I senior remember, year is like a, just a joke. I remember anyway. last day being on a Friday and graduation was on a Wednesday. Really? Yeah, apparently. But their last day was Monday and graduation is not until the 7th. No, I remember having like a week off in between. Well, we went, like we went to like Disneyland. It's like and two said, weeks though. We went to Disneyland. Like, before we graduated, we went to Disneyland. I'm, not, I'm serious. You didn't do that shit in Hoover? I know we had a grad night. Well, Disneyland. I know yeah. some people did. I didn't. I didn't do it. Uh, you got fucked over. Yeah, we had a grad I had, night. Dude, I had a job. <laughs> dude, that was the best part. The best part of high school was that week we had before graduation where we got to go to Disneyland because we had all these, all these, these retards that were going to graduate and then, like, not do shit with our life. And they... They didn't give a fuck about any of the authority of like the the the, the, the people in charge of like the people in charge, yeah. chaperones and all this and all the, the like the the LDs and the vice principal. They, there was this one kid on our bus, on our charter bus, and we were all telling him, we were all telling him, fuck the chair, Phil, fuck the chair, and he, he was fucking the chair, and the teachers didn't do shit. The teachers didn't do anything because of the last week of school. It was like we could do anything. It was insane. Mm. I don't know. I guess I don't remember a lot of that. <laughs> you I went to poor school. Graduation. You went to poor Hoover. Bro, I went to Washington Union. Washington Union is even worse. Jeez. You went to grad night at Disneyland. You didn't do shit, though. You're probably like, everybody made fun of you. Yeah, all the cool kids got to go to Disneyland. All the cool kids work. looked down on you. Yeah, I was only captain of the football team. No big deal. Oh, at Washington Union, though. <laughs> Washington, captain of the football team in Washington Union is like... Uh, Bro, we went undefeated. Really? Washington yeah. Union? Yes. Dude, Washington Union like wasn't even a school when I was in high school. We were D3. I went to Buchanan, son. Buchanan was like the best of the best at the time I went. Yeah, because they're all on roids. No, oh, they're all Mormons. They're all a bunch of Mormons. They probably were on roids. Yeah, hang on, hang on. Don't. This kid, this kid 
I swear to I swear to God, he looked like the master Aryan race poster <laughs> child for the Aryan race. Yeah. This kid hit 191. Really? 191 feet to qualify for state. I think Griffin was telling me about this. 190. Wait, what the fuck? Yeah. Even Griffin's like hit 160. Yeah, he, PA, he PR'd at 160. <laughs> oh, no, 166.6. Yeah. Yeah, 166.6? Like I think mine was like 121. No. But, so he got a couple of awards. But he can't even go to, to whatever it is because there's, they take the state by, by the divisions instead of, you know what I mean? It's not like... Yeah. yeah. Wait, does he get to go to Disneyland? And it's not overall score. It's by division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Griffin going to Disneyland? Before he graduates? I think Becky said he might be. Yeah. That kid has no responsibility. That's a yes, man. That's a definite yes. Drives me nuts. Get him a job. Yeah. Actually, he's getting a job. Um, really? He's, um... He's doing something. I forgot what the, the first one is, but the second one is he's working. Um, so you know who Christian Christian's wife, Kristen? Yeah, young wife. She she does she helps out with these guys that are like disabled. I guess. Yeah. Anyway, but they they have a house that they live in, and they just need yeah. somebody there to like hang out with to them. make sure that they don't kill themselves on accident yes so Griffin's gonna be that guy that's cool that's a great so job he's gonna get for paid him. to sleep and hang out and play Legos dude that's awesome that's perfect for him so that's sleep. a perfect job you better not sleep well uh, he's gonna be dude you have there. to sleep sometimes oh, you have to sleep there. yeah you're gonna yeah, be living there stay there oh. overnight oh yeah, he gets like you, have to stay you get free room and board right though and yeah well I don't know if he's actually gonna live there yeah. Or if they do it in shifts or what, but anyway. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So he's gonna That's a good that. experience yeah. for any like any job that he wants, man. Yeah, it gives him practice for dealing with you later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true. Mm-hmm. All that wiping ass, wiping ass. I don't, plan, I don't plan on being alive that long. <laughs> Dude, as as my kid has to wipe my ass. Even if it's for the last week <laughs> of your life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Adam Carolla was talking about um, a night getting the night nurse when his kids were little, and uh, um, how he basically paid the night nurse to sleep most of the time because most of the time the baby was asleep. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. So he wanted to pay the night nurse to to since he's wipe they're paying paying them to wipe the kids' ass. You know, when the kids are asleep. He can pay the night nurse to wipe his ass. <laughs> what it's like an upgrade. Same it's an upgrade to, to your job. Oh, man, that's terrible. What? He's already paying. He's paying them like $300 a night. Yeah, what's the, one ass is as good as another. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, but also, apparently it makes a difference in the race of the person you hire. Yeah. Why? Because he hired a Guatemalan or a Latin American person. Well, probably do whatever you say, yeah. Well, apparently not. Apparently... If siesta is part of your culture, <laughs> then you're more likely to sleep. If you are, a, if you hire a Southeast Asian, no, on the other hand, hire an Asian. Southeast yeah. Asians apparently will do all the fucking work. Uh-huh. 
Those are the ones you hire. Uh, anyway, so somehow I did. Somehow I did with four what? kids. Well, Laura did it. It's fine. Ch uh, salad and pizza and chicken. Oh, Dean, you missed out. You missed out on the shitty buffet. But more importantly, you missed out on whiskey sours and AM AMFs. <laughs> Dude, I have not had an Adios motherfucker since... It was not was a good 21. one. Yeah, Both they, they made a shitty one tonight. No, I had it in Vegas. Uh, yeah, they made a shitty one tonight. It was more like the ones you get at uh, that terrible place you like um, on the coast. That terrible place. Uh, Madonna Inn. It was like Madonna Inn Madonna during... Madonna Inn doesn't do Adios motherfucker. It was not a good one. It was not a good one, dude. It was, it was bullshit. No, the it was bullshit. We lost our that Latina chick that was the bartender back when. Oh yeah, the key one. And then uh, the other one, the guy, the Kyle. Kyle was gone too. Kyle gone? was a good bartender. Well, she, now we got some pregnant, bullshit. So she's on maternity leave. I think we had the red-haired chick um, was doing the bartending, and she she doesn't do good cocktails. The young chick's pregnant? Oh no! Oh, the the one. The older one. The, oh, you're right. The, the Latina. Yeah, you're right. She's probably having a baby. I yeah. just forgot. Yeah, I she's on maternity that. leave. Yeah, she's on maternity oh, yeah, leave. The, the, she's the, a real bartender. Yeah, she's a great bartender. Yeah. Well, she we makes good drinks. Well, Sherry Sherry makes good drinks, too. But Sherry, like, overpours. Like, she she gives you generous pours. Oh, you should have seen what um, you got at the golf tournament. Oh, yeah, dude. She gave me a good pour. But she wasn't pouring tonight. It was the red-haired chick. The... What's her name? Annie. Is it a hard knock life? A mm -hmm. <laughs> hard knock life for us. It's a hard knock life for us. Said it treated. We get tricked. Instead of kisses, we get kicked. It's a hard knock life. I have not seen that enough to know. What, Austin Powers? Oh, I was, I was doing Jay-Z in my head. Oh, yeah. Austin Powers is fucking awesome. Austin Powers is good. All right. You ready to do this? We're at Romans 10. Do it. All right. I'll serve. Brothers and sisters, my heart's desire and prayer to God for them is that they may be saved. I can testify that they have a zeal for God, but it is not enlightened. For being ignorant of the righteousness that comes from God and seeking to establish their own, they have not submitted to God's righteousness. So who's he talking about? Uh, the Jews. The Jews. Are the Jews, the Jews saved by following the law or their own righteousness? If not, how can they be saved? No. That, yeah, definitely. Like, we, we talk about this all the time. Like, you can't make up your own set of morality and expect it to count for a yeah what do you think Peter why would the Jews even think that that was acceptable well I mean that's how they were taught that's how they were raised yeah what, so what do they mean the culture the culture at the at the time at least like the first the pharisaical well, Jesus that's all they had culture and yeah there was definitely a tradition of like thinking that you could earn your way 
into God's favor, right? Yeah. So, well, are, okay, so are they trying to set up their own, are we talking like moral relativism where they're making up their own morality or the Jews are operating under the Old Testament where it was like, here's the commandments, follow the rules, you get into heaven. Well, I think it was a, a, an understanding of the Old Testament that was incorrect, but it was a popular understanding of the Old Testament at the time, right? Well, it's not that it was incorrect. I mean... I think it was incorrect, because if it didn't have anything to do with grace, right? Well, the law, yeah, there was no grace in the law. Yeah. That well, to think point. that you to think that you were you could be righteous enough to earn God's favor, right? Well, that's through no fault of their own, because they were given these commandments by God, presumably, right? Or who 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 gave? So, like, it was what Deuteronomy, Leviticus. I forget where the six hundred commandments are. Yeah, but they were given them by someone. Yeah. Uh huh. So they presumably thought they were like holy commandments. So it's not like they're making it up. No. But I think built into that system was the idea that you can never live up. To, you can never live up to those demands. Well, we know that. But yeah, they, I think we know that now. It's hard to say. I doubt they knew that. Though. In that first century culture, if they knew it. Well, I mean, if they were being honest with themselves, they probably knew it. But, yeah. but then you have the Pharisees who thought that they did everything right. So people thought that they were like the shit because they supposedly did everything correctly. Mm-hmm. So if you're a lay person, you probably well the culture. They were influenced by the culture. Yeah, they were influenced by the culture. The culture was saying that if you act like a same, Pharisee, same thing with the Catholic Church. Yeah, I mean it's the exact same thing. The only difference is between the Catholic Church and and the Hebrew. Synagogue is Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, it's all repetition and tradition. And most of the Jews in the first century didn't didn't want to um, reject the modern culture, right? They wanted to go along with the way things were. That's how everybody is. Yeah. And they didn't want to embrace this new idea, right? Yeah that they were wrong that the culture was wrong yeah because it's easier to go along with culture yeah. is that a good characterization you think well I would say so yeah they didn't want to go along because so okay answer the do we know who gave these 600 commandments to the Jews well I mean yeah, we know that was Moses. It was we know it was the ten. The, was that Moses gave him yeah. six hundred too? Well, I mean, presumably, it was Leviticus prophet, was. I would assume the prophets over the years probably added to it. Yeah, it was. It was in the same tradition of Moses, if it wasn't Moses himself, or Moses and Aaron. Right. So okay. So um, then, so then they're receiving these commandments from a holy. Um, Mount, yeah, holy but the problem giver. is they didn't they didn't know why. What was the purpose of the commandments? Was the purpose to show them that they couldn't they could never um, meet the demands of God's requirements, right? right? 
or was the purpose to actually follow, try to follow everything? Well, they were supposed to try to follow it. Yeah. But we know that despite them trying to follow it, they would fail. Yeah, but even in the like the Old Testament scriptures, there were plenty of examples of early Jews before them that did not keep the letter of the law, right? Mm-hmm. That's everybody. They didn't keep they didn't keep the law to the letter. Sure. They right. did what the fuck they wanted to do. There was no there was no um, idea of trying to live up to the law, right? Well, that's everybody though, but you can't but take it's the same it's the same thing. Like it's the illiterate populace. It doesn't know any better. So you have the elites and the aristocracy yeah. saying, okay. Well, obviously you have your baseline, which are the Ten Commandments. Yeah. Okay. And then you have the literate aristocracy saying, well, not only do you have to do that, you have to do this, this, this. Yeah, it's hard to... It, it, after a while, and people it's are literate, and they can't, they don't know the difference. Well, I think it's hard for us to understand what their culture was like before our culture, right? I, I'm, so we can't really put ourselves in the same shoes as them. It's a different culture, but human nature is still the same, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we all want to conform. I mean, look at our society now. Like, yeah. the, squeaky wheel gets, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Yeah. These, all these very, very minute... Yeah, the loudest voices. LGBT... Yeah, alphabet people. Mm-hmm. Alphabet people. Yeah. They scream the loudest, they get the grease. They're the smallest group and they're the loudest voice, yeah. Yeah. And it's... That's just human nature. Yeah, but back then... Do you think humans were as sophisticated as we are now? I mean, in my in my in my point of view, I think they were just as sophisticated as we are now. But I think a lot of modern way of thinking is that they weren't; they were less evolved, right? Oh no, they're just as intelligent as we are. We, yeah, I we think have more that's knowledge, what I think too. but they're just as intelligent. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't uh, think intelligence has really changed over yeah. the millennia. I think it's more. We just have like a. a the benefit of 2,000 years of knowledge. Yeah. yeah. We have the backstory. Yeah. But yeah. we're just as... We're probably less wise. We're just as intelligent. We have more knowledge. Yeah. But if, who gives a shit about knowledge if you're we have, less well, wise? Well, we have more access to knowledge. Yeah, that's a good that, yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we have more immediate access, but still, I mean... Which is... Which there is are modern... Goes back to my point. I mean, if they're illiterate... Same thing before Martin Luther... Like, yeah, people who were illiterate, they did yeah. what the priests told them to do. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. I think there, there was more of a cultural pressure, I guess. Right? To do what? To conform. Well, you, didn't, could you, be... didn't, you didn't have any other option. Very few people that d- weren't rich didn't have the option to yeah right so unless you have the money to to travel and do whatever you want there's no yeah well it's kind of a weird balance too because yeah back then like I can imagine you have the the quote unquote popular culture and then everybody felt pressure to conform to that but now we have today's culture which today's popular culture says to not conform to what they perceive as the dominant culture 
which is actually the minority culture because that thought process is so popular. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Reverse psychology. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's definitely complicated. I mean, human nature is human nature. It just looks different from generation to generation. Or decade, or century to century, I guess. But as a whole, like, in terms of the Jewish people in the first century, the majority of them did not see things the way Paul saw them, right? Paul was an exception to the rule. And there was a remnant of the early century, first century Jewish people that actually did believe like Paul did, but they they were an exception, not the rule, right? Mm -hmm. So to answer the question, I would say that if the Jews actually could follow the law, right, they would be saved mm-hmm. because you'd basically be like a perfect person. Yeah, but they can't, so they won't be. Yes. And Adam, I'm like Adam and Eve. Adam, he could have been perfect, but he didn't. He, he made, wasn't. He made bad choices. He wasn't. Per- he decided to not be perfect. Yeah. Which is interesting. Start selling like me. <laughs> well, for it's different for Adam than it was for us. Now I think. Well, I Why? don't think so. You're under a different covenant. But, he, uh, but he's given a choice. Uh, he was given. A he choice. was under the Adamic administration, where only he, only he and Eve were capable of not sinning. I don't think we're capable of not sinning. I think we're cursed. Because of them, yeah. Because of Adam and Eve's choices. I mean, we're cursed, but we're not cursed to be sinful. We're all sinful, and we make yeah. choices. That are but sinful. I think we're only sinful because Adam and Eve were first sinful. I think we're cursed by the first Adam, right? But, well, I don't recall any... I, I do remember God cursing Adam and Eve and the, the progeny yeah. henceforth, but not... To be sinful, it was they committed a sin and thus yeah. we are cursed. Yeah. But not to commit sins. Well that's already who we are. Yeah, I think but something something happened that corrupted our nature, right? So that we are incapable of doing the same we are incapable of the of the same choice that Adam had. No, we're we're incapable of the same choice? Yeah. I mean we're presented with those choices every day. We all, we all make choices to be sinful or not. Sinful. Yeah, but if we if we just have our sin nature, which is an Adam's curse nature, is what how I read that, yeah. how I understand that, is that our sin nature is only a nature because of Adam des- deciding to curse the human nature, right? Uh, um, so. In effect, we don't have it. And according to that nature, we don't have a choice. We have to live according to that nature. That, well, that goes back to your and my different definitions of, of nature. You're, you're, you say... God, I don't, I don't want to even bring it up again. I don't even want to do it. No, no. I mean, that, that's a but bit... You, but you, like, you say it's acting according they, to our nature. I mean, I, like, you see how, that, how I'm... How I, would think that would be a biblical idea, right? I mean, I'm trying to. I, I want to 
at least understand your point because if you're thinking of, if you're thinking of the bible in terms of covenants and god's dealing with his representatives right okay you have adam as the first representative right is that what he is yeah i think so he's a representative of god well no he's a representative i can't talk <laughs> Representative. representative he's a representative of god so, so, of the covenant between man and god right he's representative of the first covenant between man and god and some people don't call it a covenant because it's a unique circumstance between adam and god no i, I would go along with the covenant that's fine yeah. no there was a covenant he yeah. literally said don't eat don't eat the tree yeah he said don't eat from right. this and if you don't then I mean, you'll and, surely if you do you'll surely die yeah yeah, yeah. So and he go. did, and then he surely that's, died. I wouldn't right? say that's a covenant. But then he yeah, cursed yeah. <laughs> he cursed all of mankind. So I think in terms of that covenant, he effectively affected all the other covenants after him. See, and we've kind of touched on this before. Like, you assert that Adam introduced sin into the world. Yes into our nature let's say but I assert that our nature was always sinful and he yeah. just acted accordingly yeah or that, like his Pope says it, it's like a lack of trust in God yeah I would ag- I would agree with that I mean cause with me or with Wade with Wade because because God knew it was going to happen he's yeah. omniscient so yeah, I mean, he, I don't necessarily... He knew it was going to happen, but he decided yeah, to Yeah, do I don't disagree anyway. with you on that point either. So, but I think it is important to recognize that it was possible for Adam to not sin. Right? Is it? I was think it so. Though? I think only Adam. I think well, only okay. Adam and Eve. But you're of the, the mindset of predestination, Yes. Well, yeah, but I don't see how that has to do with anything. <laughs> but if, it, if, uh, if we're all predestined to do whatever we're going to do, then he didn't have a choice in the matter. He didn't have a choice. No, no, yeah. I, I, I might say that might be different for Adam and Eve. Why is it different for them? Because only them uniquely. I think them, them uniquely, they had a different relationship because they're being the first ones, right? Um, but, well, but they're... Because sin had not entered into the world at that point. Ah, and seeing that's where you and I disagree. Sin hadn't been committed yet, but their nature remains unchanged. Sin had so not how do been. You explain the serpent if sin didn't. Well, yeah. Well, I mean that's how so I would explain. Where I would explain the serpent come from? The serpent was Satan, right? And Satan was sinful, right? Mm-hmm. Satan was somehow corrupted. I don't think he was corrupted by God. I don't think that's because he made a choice. I, uh, I think he was, yeah. I think in a sense, yeah. I don't know. That's a hard one. That's a hard one to figure out. But I wouldn't. I mean, I think I would caution against blaming God for the source of evil and the source of sin, right? I would I would be more inclined to blame Satan as the source of evil and sin, right? No. I would disagree. God God is the unmoved mover, yes? 
Mm-hmm. That means everything started with him. There was nothing before him, yes? Yeah, but there's a difference. There's a difference between everything that good, everything good that comes from God, right? And everything that evil comes from something else. But everything... Okay, so if evil came from something else, mm-hmm. the something else came from God. No, God allowed it. But God created God, it. No, he didn't create it. He allowed it. Okay, I think so, okay, a, that's okay, an important here, distinction. No, but here, here's, here, so let's say evil came from Satan. Who yeah. created Satan? God. Yeah, God created Satan, but he didn't create him to be evil. He allowed him to become evil. Why right. did he allow him to become evil? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, the why of things we'll um, probably never know, but but yeah, yeah. But you're you're. You, I, I'm confused because there's a, a lack of consistency. Either there's predetermination or there's choice. No, I don't think there's a lack of consistency. I think I'm being consistent. Well, there's things that I don't know, right? That I'm not. We're, right. I'm not Granted. willing to venture. I'm not Granted. willing to venture towards. The things that I don't know, because the things I don't know, I don't know. We can speculate. Yeah, you can I'm, speculate. I am very willing to grant anyone the premise here that we can but just we are, throw up our hands and say, I ultimately don't know, but we're here to speculate. Yeah, but we can speculate on things as created human beings. We can't speculate on things as a, from the perspective of a creator, right? We can speculate. No. We'll never know the answer, but we can speculate. No, because I think there's a there is an essential distinction between creator and creation that we cannot pass into, right? That we are not capable of putting ourselves in that place. Well, I'm saying no. If um, we knew the answer, we'd be creator, but we'll never be capable of knowing the knowing the answer because we are not creator. But we can speculate. We'll never know yeah. the answer, but yeah. we can guess. Well, that's my problem with the whole. This whole line of thinking is that, it, to me, it seems more like of a mental masturbation. <laughs> like, it's not a... For shits and giggles, yeah. It's not something that we can know, so why are we spending time on it, you know? Well, That's if what you go down that train trying to thought, then why are we talking about any of this? Yeah. Because there are, thing, there are things that we can know. But... I want, to figure out, I want to figure out what those things are that we can know, that we should be speculating about, rather than things that we are incapable of speculating about. But if we don't ask the question, um, then we can't ever even get to the place where we can well, say... Well, we, I think we're asking the question. But I'm saying if we don't ask the questions and get to a place where you have your thought, I have my thought, and we both agree, we'll never know, then we can't get to a place yeah. where we have an answer no, but for the things we do know. You I know agree I mean? with you. I agree with you on that point. But I would say that if we're trying to take sides on something that we are incapable of taking sides on... And why are we doing that? That's fine. Yeah, like I, yeah, I can agree with that. Like yeah. you, you have your opinion, and I have my opinion on the the origin of sin nature, and we can both agree to disagree because this is one of the things we'll never know. Agreed. Yeah, but I don't even like thinking about that. What's wrong with? I don't like thinking about the things that we can't know because it seems like it seems like mental <laughs> mass. Like like Adam Carolla often he characterizes this kind of thing as jacking off into a ceiling fan. Like, you're, why are you doing it? Why are you, why? You know, it's like, why, why even bother? Why not? Why just, not? Because just, it's gross. Just because you're jacking up to the ceiling no. fan. It's just the guy who drank his own. Yeah, whatever. 
No, just because we can't come to an answer doesn't mean it's not a useful exercise to think. No, about. but it, I think it in in and of itself it is it is not useful. I Jag, like jagging off into a ceiling fan is not useful. I disagree. I think even if we can't come to an, an actual come. No. <laughs> I think even if we can't come if to... If you're jacking up into a silly van, you're just giving it to get your jizz all over the place. No, I think even if we can't come to a conclusion that we are like, yeah. this is the answer, uh, it's still useful to work through the process. I know. Especially with it something just like up, You just end up, with, you end up with jizz all over the place. <laughs> no, especially with something like this. We do that anyway. What? Yeah, I don't like that. Then what's the point? Well, that's why, the thing. Why is, not just go home and? Well, that's what I want to know. Is why are why is our group failing? I think it's for that reason. Well, I think that's why podcasts podcasts have a limited future too, because a lot of podcasts end up being this kind of thing where it's just like musings, musings about bullshit. I don't want to be. It? I don't like that. I don't like musings about bullshit. That's all discussion is. See, I think, I think. You might be right that they're failing because people are musing about the unknowable and things of that nature. But that's because people aren't willing to put the mental work in yeah. to think about this stuff. And they're like, they just throw up their hands and walk away and say it's not worth it. Uh-huh. Because people are inherently lazy and don't want to and, and don't want to do the work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. That doesn't mean that it's not productive. That doesn't mean that it's not good. I think mm-hmm. that's a reflection of the shittiness of human nature that they don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. The second paragraph. You guys read it. Read it and ask a question. I got to pee. Oh, for Christ is the end of the law, so that there may be righteousness for everyone who believes. Moses writes concerning the righteousness that comes from the law, that the person who does these things will live by them. But the righteousness that comes from faith says, Do not say in your heart, Who will ascend into heaven, that is, to bring Christ down, or... Who will descend into the abyss, that is, to bring Christ up from the dead? But what does it say? The word is near you, on your lips and in your heart, that is, the word of faith that we proclaim. Because if you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For one believes with the heart, and so is justified, and one confesses with the mouth, and so is saved. I always hate reading it because I gotta like reread the chapter yeah. in my head. Yeah. Because like I'm I, I'm reading it aloud and I'm not processing it yeah. while I'm reading it. I have to I have to go back and I have to yeah, read yeah. it twice. Yeah. It's like it's just it's just words the first mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you go back and read it again. And yeah, it's like, not okay. it's not yeah it's not content when I'm reading it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. How is Christ the end of the law? The first. Christ is in the law. Christ is the end of the law, so there might maybe righteousness for everyone who believes. Moses writes concerning righteousness that comes from the law, that the person who does these things will live by them. Okay. What does he mean by end of the law? What does Paul mean by He's the end covenant? Christ is the end of the law. He's the last covenant. What does that there mean? is no covenant after that. Okay. What does that mean? That let's see here. Because if you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, then you will be saved. Mm-hmm. End game. Yeah, but how is Christ, Jesus Christ, the okay, second person of the it's Trinity? The, it's the demarcation of, of ceasing to live by works and beginning to live by faith. It's no longer 
commandment, 600 commandments, and you live by the law and you're saved, it's the end of that. It's because, because he fulfilled the law, right? He fulfilled the law. What does that mean? He was perfect. And he was, yeah, he, he was, was perfect, perfect in yeah. every way. Like, he did everything the Pharisees wanted to do, right? But only he was able yeah. to do it. Because he was God. He was fully God, fully man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how he's the end of the law. Because he is the ultimate expression of what the law it was supposed to be in the first place, right? The point of the law was to point you to God. That's what I'm getting at. Right? You guys see it differently? Alright, who are those that are saved and how are they saved? I mean, this whole passage is definitely making a distinction between like the Jews and the, the not-Jews, right? Yeah, Gentiles and the Jews. Yeah, works and faith. Yeah. Um... The Pharisees and the Gentiles. The the bits that's confusing me, so the righteousness that comes from faith says, do not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven, that is to, to bring Christ down, or who will descend into the abyss, that is to bring Christ up from the dead. It, how, is, how is one the other? Here's it. Yeah. The righteousness that comes from faith says, do not say in your heart I'm saying, like, who will ascend into heaven? But then they're saying, by me asking that question, I'm really meaning to bring Christ down? To me, the, that whole section is just poetic language. Which, yes, which it's just is saying fine. That, that Christ's Christ coming is all-encompassing. So, man is incapable of attaining heaven but man is also incapable of um, attaining resurrection. I think it's just equating those two things, saying that there's no way that any Pharisee, any Pharisee could never uh, attain what Christ attained. Mm-hmm. He could never be resurrected. He could never uh, live a perfect life. It's, 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 so it's, it's someone saying, uh, who, who, what do I got to do to get into heaven? And so they're trying to to anthropomorphize God yes. and bring him down yeah. so that I can be on that level. Yeah, that's what uh, all, that's what all, all um, everybody that tries to believe in any kind of spirituality, they always try to define God in their terms. Yeah. And they try to create a God... That makes sense of them, right? Yeah. Well, they try to. That's the problem. People will like create God that conforms to what they already think is right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I've been listening to the uh, podcasts of um, what's his name, Neil Brennan, Neil Brennan, and Pete Holmes. Pete Holmes is a liberal Christian, and Neil Brennan is like a. DMT mushroom <laughs> spiritualist, modern spiritualist. They both are trying to figure out who God is on their own terms. And they're basing it off of their personal experience. Right. So they create God, they're Bardians, they're, they're Karl Barth, neo-Orthodox liberals. Yeah. They create God in their own terms. They decide what it means 
to actually be a Christian. Yeah, they have a concept. They get to redefine what it means. They have a concept, and yeah. they try to backfill the yeah. concept. They get to redefine what it means to be a Christian, and I think Jordan, Jordan Peterson does a similar kind of thing, or at least people that he does meetings with. I think he leaves it open inter- to interpretation, at least, because he's seen things from a philosophical modern psychologist point of view uh, um, so yeah what I mean the, the ultimate the ultimate the easy thing to um, what is it criticize the, easy, the easiest thing to criticize somebody who thinks anything about God is how are you not building God in your own or creating God in your own image, right? How are you not creating God how you want him to be instead of accepting God who, for who he is or who he reveals himself to be? I think that's the main distinction between evangelicalism, which is just a way of accepting God for who he is presented in the scripture versus every other point of view, right? Every other point of view, we're trying to define God and Jesus in terms of who we want him to be. Yeah. Rather than I except would, I would for... I would evangelicals do that as well. Well, I think modern... Yeah, modern, modern evangelical. I mean, that, that was the 90s. Modern, yeah, modern evangelical... You're creating God in your own image, just the same as everybody else. It's uh, it's funny. Prager likes to point out um, he he knows, or part of the reason that he knows that the scripture is in fact God given is because if the Jews had written the scripture, they would have not looked like such shitty people. <laughs> that's yeah, true. that's true. If, if they had yeah. written it, they'd have been like the heroes of the story. But in every story. Yeah. Every They're story like makes the them look bad. Yeah, yeah every th- every story makes them look bad. Yeah. So why would they? Yeah, if they were in charge of their own history, mm-hmm. why would they let themselves look like mm-hmm. complete and utter mm-hmm. idiots? Mm-hmm. It makes mm-hmm. no sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. But I think early evangelicalism. I make. I'm not making the distinction between early evangelical and modern evangelical. Well, I think that everybody does, or at least is inclined to do it, because we all have our notion of right from wrong and, and morality and all that jazz, and yeah. we we all want to be right, and so we all yeah. put things out there, and we all want to mentally, create God in our own image. We all do mental gymnastics to make God agree with us instead of us yes. agreeing with God. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's the problem with like you you have famous figures out there that may be the face of whatever religion to other people and when they do a bad thing when you have when you have a catholic priest that that touches little boys yeah you're not supposed to do that but right. the rest of the people see that and then perceive christianity as false because mm-hmm. these people are bad avatars for it yeah even though it's not what it's supposed to be yep yeah exactly so what are you saying about Tom Cruise then? Well, I haven't known him. Tom Cruise is the same. Scientologist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, according to Scientologists, 
I don't know. What is your view of who God is? I just see them like Mormons. I don't know the first thing about Scientology. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I know about Scientology is the shows about it. Well, I mean, they're definitely influenced by modern psychology, right? I know that much. So that they have to become clear. They become clear or they attain godhood by clearing yourself, which means um, asking deep questions about yourself, about your own psychology. Or being like a Zen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. And then there's Mormonism. All right. So who are those that are saved and how are they saved? The saved are... Uh, so between Jews and Gentiles, I mean... The difference is clear, at least in the first century, right? Is that the Pharisees, what? They believe what? That you can only attain... That you're only righteous by... Righteous by works. By works, yeah. And then they, the Gentiles of the first century believed what? Right. Righteous by faith. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, there were some Jews that agreed with them. So, who are those that are saved and how are they saved? But then the last line in that chapter, or the verse, yeah. uh, for one believes with the heart and so is justified, and one confesses with the mouth and so is saved. Yeah. Remind me what the difference between justified and saved is? So just, I mean, I'm using saved as the same thing as justified because you're made righteous. You're made righteous by, justific- justification means mean made righteous, righteous. Saved means you are saved from God's wrath. So I think they're one and the same thing. They're just different stages of expressing the same thing. So you're saved from God's wrath. I can get there. If you're saved from God's wrath, you can only be saved from God's wrath if you're justified. justified means made righteous. If you're made righteous, God doesn't want to bring his wrath upon you because you're righteous. But you're not made righteous by your own works. You're made righteous by faith. Believing in the heart. Yeah. yeah. By believing in that Jesus is who he says he is, right? One could even, even following like with that train of thought, one could surmise from that one sentence that if you believe, you're justified, which means you're made righteous. But if you don't, then also confess with your mouth, you would still incur God's wrath. Yeah. Because you're not saved unless you do that. Well, so it almost it almost encourages you to not only believe with your heart, but also uh, and, and, and angela and angelicize. And I think uh, if you believe, but if you believe in your heart, then you can't help but maybe you can't. That's but yeah, speak so with your heart. Like speak with your mouth. If, if you truly believe, then you want to do that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I don't so, think there's a distinct. I don't think it's trying to set a distinction between believing and speaking. I think those are one and the same. Like the the part, the type of person that believes wants to wants spread to, the good news. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Right, Peter? Would you agree I would with that? Agree with that? Yeah. yeah. All right. You know, Next one. For the same reason you don't want to sin, because if you're righteous, you don't want to sin. Yeah. Yeah. So All right. The scripture says, "No one who believes in him will be put to shame." 
For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. The same Lord is Lord of all and is generous to all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. But how are they to call on one in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in one whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone to proclaim to them? And how are they to proclaim him unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. But not all have obeyed the good news, for Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our message? So faith comes from what is heard, and what is heard comes through the word of Christ. So what are the qualities of those that are saved? What makes them saved? They have beautiful feet. Yeah. Um, it is weird, though, that how it keeps going down the line, and then it says... I mean, if you, if you never heard the gospel, then it means that no one has ever proclaimed it to you, right? Mm. I don't know. I see a disconnect there where it's, it's kind of bad logic, right? Why? Where's the, where's the break? Because it says, how are they to hear without someone to proclaim to them? Mm-hmm. And how are they to complain and can proclaim unless they are sent? I mean, that's a big step. Well, any, the the originator of all gospel has to come from God, right? Mm-hmm. And then he disseminates it to a person or a group of people, and then they spread the word henceforth. Yeah. So it all starts from patient zero and then yeah. spreads. So if you, it, it's like, it's like when you do, oh God. You're doing. Um, yeah, never mind. I, I can't think of the word. But but basically, you're starting at the end. And but everyone who is saved, everyone that's a Christian, believes, right? Everyone that's a Christian believes because they heard, they heard the gospel, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then everyone that's a Christian. They heard the gospel because it was proclaimed. Mm-hmm. And then everyone who proclaimed it. Well, I mean, what does that tell you? What does that imply there? I think what well, what, what Wade is already saying. <laughs> I'm not following your train of thought there. Wade is already saying it, that if God wanted you to hear it, he's going to make sure you yeah. heard it, right? Yeah, yeah. He's going to ultimately send So it's not someone. dependent on the person hearing it. It's dependent on God oh. deciding that you hear it, right? Well, okay, well, we then go. we get into, like, the butterfly. Well, that, that's, what I'm, that's why, no, no, that's no, no, why no, no. it's not logical. It's not very logical, that progression, right? Like, sure. if we're just thinking logically. Logically, you think that, oh, God wants you to hear this message. You hear it and you believe, right? Yeah. But he goes a step further. He goes to God wanted you to hear it, right? If God wanted you to hear it, then he would have sent he would have sent someone to proclaim it to you so that you heard it. Right? Well okay, he goes a so step further back. I, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that it is logical because Presumably, God wants his word to be heard. Otherwise, mm-hmm. God would not have a word. And so he 
proclaimed it to someone or a group of someone who yeah. then spread the word. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, one could argue that it is his desire that through the, the Kevin Bacon effect that I hear it yeah. six degrees down right. the line, which is fine, and not illogical by any means. It, right. Yeah, it's fine. What's, what's the problem? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like he's taking a step back, right? Who is God? Mm. Well, Paul in this case. Well, Paul describing what, yeah. As you should. Yeah, the gospel doesn't come from him. He's a, yeah. uh, he's a mouthpiece. So you don't believe because you're so smart, right? You're not a Christian because yeah, you, don't discover you decided to become right. a Christian, right. right? Yeah, you don't you don't discover. Gospel That's what I'm saying. Own. That's what I'm saying is that there's uh, there's it's implying that there's something else going on. Yeah, it, it behind is behind the scenes. Definitely, right? it's not discovery; it's revelation. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about it, Peter? I don't know. I I don't think there's anything confusing about it because it makes perfect sense. Well, I mean, How in effect, I mean, in effect, I think it's saying, yeah, but in effect, it's saying that you wouldn't be saved unless God wanted you to be saved. Right. But that's not, I, that's not illogical to me. I don't. I mean, well, obviously, I mean, I get, yeah, if you follow it back to God's omniscient and, you know, he put, sets everything in motion, then you, you are correct. Yeah. Well, that, but, too, that too, but the way I think of it, the way it works in my mind is but in my opinion you still choose to believe because someone could I could hear it and just like well fuck you right which but you can't make that choice unless you it's been proclaimed to you and I'm not going to fight you on the the choice but that's I don't think that's the dilemma here I think all he's saying is how do you think you heard it if someone didn't proclaim it? To yeah, and, and that's I, what he's saying. Yeah, and but, I agree with that. And I started with the disciples and like going that. into the last paragraph. Though he's, he 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 brings it back to the Jews. The Jews didn't believe, right? Most of the Pharisees didn't believe, yeah. even though they had everything. They had everything presented for them, right. for them to believe. Mm-hmm. They still didn't believe. Yeah, that's yeah. That's shitty human. And they chose not to. Well, that's <laughs> that's shitty human nature. It's denial. That's just how we it's are. Yeah, we, we don't want to believe in things. I can bigger talk than to ourselves. you all day long. It doesn't mean you're going to believe what I say. Yeah, we don't want to believe in things bigger than ourselves. We want to believe we're at the top of the food chain. Yeah, yeah, but you read the last chapter. You were with me, and Garcia. The last chapter, it was clear that they didn't have a choice. All right. The Jews. To believe? Yeah. Well, it was their culture. Mm. Just because it was their culture doesn't mean they bought into it. Like, there's a lot of traditional stuff that people do just without buying into it. Just because. Like, Cinco de Mayo. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not a real thing, but people choose to participate anyway. So. All right, let's read the last chapter. Yeah, but anyway, no, <laughs> the I, last I, paragraph. No, I, like I, I think it makes all the sense in the world is that. But in terms of what he's saying in this passage, he's saying, at least the way I understand it, is you wouldn't have 
known unless someone proclaimed it to you. And it all and started yeah. with... Well, in the yeah. last paragraph, it gets into it's like, it. It's the snowball. It, and it's like, is it, God, is it God's fault that they didn't believe? No. Let's, hear the, let's read the... Read it. And then we'll find out. <laughs> what I ask. Wait. Let me read it. But I ask, have they not heard? Indeed they have. For their voice has gone out to all the earth and their words to the ends of the world. Again I ask, did Israel not understand? First Moses says, I will make you jealous of those who are not a nation. With a foolish nation I will make you angry. Then Isaiah is so bold as to say, I have been found by those who did not seek me. I have shown myself to those who did not ask for me. But if but of Israel he says, all day long I have held out my hands to a disobedient and contrary people. Yeah. So I think what Paul is getting at is there is that God made everything available to the Pharisees, right? Mm -hmm. To the early Jews, the Jews of the first century, that this is what his plan was, right? But there were still the majority of Jews, the majority of Pharisees in the first century, did chose not to believe. Why? Was it because something that God did, or was it because something that they did? Okay, first, who is Isaiah? Prophet. A Jewish prophet. Jewish, Jewish well, prophet. Yeah. One of the biggies. Okay. Um. So, I like the way you phrased the question because you said they chose not to. <laughs> um, but, I think the Bible has been pretty, at least all the stuff that I've read, it's been pretty explicit about when God makes someone stiff-necked yeah. and when he doesn't. Yeah. So, he can influence people, of course, because he's God. Right. But, it doesn't specifically mention that here, so I'm inclined to think that it's of their own volition that they don't believe. Well... In the last chapter, it was clear. In the last chapter, he made clear that Pharaoh, right? Pharaoh decided not to believe because God hardened his heart. Hardened right? his heart, stiff neck. Yeah. So, if God hardened your heart, you're not going to believe because right. God doesn't want you to believe, in a right. sense. Which I'm, he's um, of course, capable of doing. So, in a sense, he's condemning you, right? Right? And, yeah. 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 But that's not happening here. Is my point. Like, I don't know. But that's like a few individuals in the course of history. It's the majority of Jews in the first century. The majority of, but, of Pharisees in the first century did not believe in Christianity. Which I would argue is because okay. they believe that their laws were yeah. holy, but given, given by God. Uh -huh. or given, they were grown up to believe given yeah. prophetically. You know? yeah. But there was a remnant. There was a remnant that did believe. There was a remnant. Yeah. yeah. All throughout all throughout the Jewish history, there was always a remnant of God's people that he chose to believe in him, to believe the way things are, that the way they are. There was always a remnant of those who believed. And I think even in the first century, there was still a remnant of the Pharisees. That God set aside to believe, just as the early Christians, the Gentiles, believed. 
See, this is masturbating into the fan. <laughs> it's speculation. It's speculation. It's speculation. That's, we will, that's ne- we will never know whether God said, hey, you subset of the Jews, I'm going to make you believe, or if they decided to believe. We'll never know. Uh, 59, 56. <laughs> sure. Okay, here we go. Recording part two. Finish. <laughs> yeah, I'll drink soda. I'll drink Diet Coke. I'll drink Nick's Diet Coke. I'm at Pastor Pope's. El Pinche Popo. That's what I call him. In front of the Mexicans, I call him El Pinche, El Pinche Popo. <sighs> Better than drinking Katie's Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. All right, so why don't all believe then? Why don't all, why didn't all the Pharisees in the first century believe? Because they were why too, don't all they people were too that deep are in to the culture and the power that came with it? Yeah. So your average person's not going to have power. Yeah, but don't you think? Or the desire to keep it. Yeah, but don't you see that? How that could be just like a view of your current culture. Like, your current current culture could be influencing how you view that right now, right? Uh, um, well, that was the whole so, I mean, like, why, aren't all, why isn't everyone a Christian right now? If we believe that Christianity is true, right, and God wants his truth to be made known throughout the earth, why, aren't, why isn't everyone a Christian 2,000 years later? Because not everybody chose to believe yeah but not everyone chose to believe why why, why don't I mean, we everybody's to got their own story so if we're all if we're all mm-hmm. in agreement that we, that it's a choice then why don't people choose to believe is because we don't want to believe that there's something above us we yeah. want to believe we're the apex we want to believe we're god we want to believe we're the top well of the i think you have to presuppose you have to presuppose that it's a choice i don't think that that's clear Okay, even if it's not a choice, what, then you have to ask, why is God not forcing everyone to believe? Yeah. Because that is what it is. If it's not a choice, it's a force. Yeah. 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 So then what is your... Well, according to Romans 9, mm-hmm. it's because Paul says because... Well, he doesn't necessarily say, but he questions. He questions why why can't we suppose that God did not choose them to believe as objects of his wrath, right? That he that he predestined them to be objects of his wrath for our sake, for those that believe, for the sake that those believe who believe to show us this is the end result if you don't believe, right? Like, see, the, you're gonna. If we're it. objects you're of God's mercy, right now, but this is where I think supernatural is so brilliant <laughs> because they made God, Chuck, mm-hmm. an author. God was an author. He wrote a story. Yeah. This is how the story went. You're either a good guy or you're a bad guy. He chooses. He manipulates. He's a puppet master. Yeah, but there's the problem in that is that God is a created creation. It's not distinct from his creation. 
That's where I what? think it's unbib- it's unbiblical. It's an unbiblical way of thinking about God because God is just a part of creation rather than no, he's transcending. The master. He created no, everything. no, no. What do you mean no? I mean no, because he's just saying. a writer. Because no. he decides who's saved and who's not. So, what's the point? No, I'm saying God transcends his creation. If God transcends his creation, then he has not entered enter into the realm of creation at all. But he clearly has several times uh, um, in the Bible. Yeah. No, he's interjected his his will into... Then explain to me the difference then. Uh, how is he not a part of creation? Well, no, I being... agree with you that he's... He's outside, creator? outside of time, he's and, outside space. Of time yeah. and space. Yeah, all I'm saying is that there is a distinction between creator and creation. Yeah, right. You but have to accept that. But you're saying you can't accept he's that He's making an argument that God is, is in, in effect a puppet master. No. But you're saying no because he's apart from creation, but several times throughout the Bible he's interjected directly and interfered with No, humanity. I think I think if you if you talk about God as a puppet master, you are in effect saying that he is part of his creation. And that's not no, what I'm saying. Not at all. And that's the way I see it. I no, in, in fact I, I would say if you're arguing for predeterminism then a puppet master is the perfect analogy. No. Because we're we are okay, all just name lifeless. Name a better one. Name a better analogy. We're all just lifeless sacks of meat that God decides to go dance puppets dance. No. If that that is exactly what predeterminism is. No. That yes. is what your view is. Then explain your me, view is not then correct me. No. Well, I'm is saying there, is there a biblical version yes, that you can there point is a to biblical version that explains that. Well, I mean, I think there is over the last five hundred years of no, 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 no. theology. I'm not asking what people said or interpreted. Well, it's a complicated issue. I'll I'll grant you that. Okay, so you're an advocate. I'll grant of you that. It, well, yeah, I mean, in, in a then sense. Explain to help me understand where my analogy is going. Our analogy is going wrong. Because you are defining God in your terms, which is the terms of a human creation. It's right? a term that we can understand. No, 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 no. That's the problem. Is God is God transcends humanity, right? If God transcends humanity, in effect, you cannot fully understand it. Agreed. Okay. I'm not saying that we do. Well, that's a that's a defi- so, definite distinction. I mean, so what what I hear when you say that is he goes have at it. No, you're see That's, you are defining God just by by the nature. I'm, no, all I am doing the nature is of what you're doing interpreting is telling you what I hear. Yes, from, your from a human's yes, from a human's point of view, from a human. I'm trying to understand Josh's point of view. <laughs> well, I'm trying. I'm trying to explain to you. That you are trying to, you're doing the same thing the liberal does. We have nothing else. You are defining, because you are defining God in your own terms, in your own way. I Instead of defining God in our own terms, in our own way, we rather, we need to look to something outside of ourselves, outside of humanity itself. Okay, point to a verse in the Bible or a passage that answers the question. Answers the question. Uh, First Corinthians, look up, uh, no, Colossians, First Colossians. For chapter 1, Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1, it talks about how Christ transcends all of creation. Nobody's denying that. Well, I mean, that's all you need to know. 
No, okay, when we ask you questions, your response cannot be another question. If no. we're trying to understand your point of view, your response cannot be a question. Well, I'm not trying to understand my point of view. I'm trying to understand God's point of view. And that's what we're all trying to do. But oh, yeah. we have a perspective that we're putting out. And when you say... No, no, I'm trying to understand God's point of view. And I that's think what Paul, we're all trying to do. I think Paul is trying to understand God's point of view. I think we're... I, I think the correct response is to appeal to something outside of yourself rather than trying to create God in your own image. We're not... How? Well, how? I'm... Hey. That's the way, that's the way it is. <laughs> it's mental <laughs> masturbation. <laughs> also that. Yeah. It is. No, in a sense it is. But in another sense, well, to be we're trying honest, to get without knowing the the mind of the you know yeah. the mind of God, like we'll, it's all Th- everything. This is one of those things every, where we'll never know the answer. Every, yeah. every philosopher. We're trying to connect to something outside ourselves. All if all time is not doing but nothing that's but the, mental masturbation. But see what? No, no, no. That's what's that's the difference between mental masturbation and connecting to something outside of yourself. Uh, connecting to something outside of yourself means that. You have to submit. You have to submit yourself to something that is beyond human understanding, right? I.e. God. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's and the problem. No that's one, the problem. No one, is, no one is saying you're wrong on that. No, yeah. but I think that's the distinction. That's the distinction that I make between mental masturbation so and you, you're asserting and philosophy? That, that if I... Sub- no, not philosophy, philosophy but so theology. Your assertion is that if I submit myself to God, then... I shouldn't try to understand God. No. Then I'm help saying me. then help me. I'm saying that there is a certain point where we have to accept that there are things we won't know. Not that only that there are things that we don't know, but there's things in terms of who God is that transcends of course. humanity. Nobody's and transcends our own thinking, right? It's fine. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't try. Yeah, but I think if we try, in effect, we are doing the mental masturbation. I think if we try, we're if we try to do something that we are in that we know that we're incapable of doing, right? That that's just that's mental philosophy in a nutshell. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I think I sorry think theology, to anybody's a philosophy major out there. No, but I think theology goes beyond philosophy where it ex- it can it can make exemptions for all of man's limitations right but it's also like the the mental masturbation is the origin of science because god made the world an understandable world and he designed it so that we can understand it and if we just yeah. sat there and said gee but i don't what's know your ultimate what's your ultimate authority is your ultimate authority that science that God created, or is your ultimate authority God Himself? That's what this the distinction I'm trying to make. Well, the ultimate authority is you God. You can have both. You can have both. You can have both. They, when they're not in distinction, that's when you know you're or not in uh, contradiction. That's when you you got something. Yeah, but we don't know. We don't know if we're in, in contradiction or not. Um, right, but okay. Do you agree or disagree that God made the world understandable? I mean, that's the origin of science. Yeah. The, the uh, original scientists were like... Yeah, I think, he made, I think he made his creation understandable. Yeah. 
Not him. Yeah, not him. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think there is a creator-creation distinction that has to be present. If we do not accept that creator-creation distinction, then anything we can imagine is, you know... Me saying that... Rational. Predetermination is means God is in effect like a puppet master is not me saying that I understand the whole of God. No, but you're in a sense you're anthropomorphizing God, right? Because we have to if we're having a conversation, we have to put it in terms that we can understand. Yeah, but I don't like that. So then you just don't want to talk about it. <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm saying at a certain point we have to acknowledge that we are incapable. I do. We are incapable. I do understand. Uh, we all agree that no we're, one's not. We're never going to get to the end of the night and go. You know what? We know the answer. Yeah. Yeah, but that's why I don't like it. You know. Why not? It's why can't? Because. Why? Because it just creates that. It it gets back to the point of. Worshiping God as a as a creation of man rather than God for who He is. But the uh, only the only way we we recognize God as a creation yeah, but man we, is if we end this night going I know the answer. If we end this yeah. night going I don't know the answer and I can't know the answer, then we have not done that. No, yeah, I I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Anyone who says he knows all the answers is full of shit. Full of shit. And a politician. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I still have conflict, you know. You, you guys can understand that, right? I don't think I'm trying to. I, I, I'm not trying I, to be I, unclear. I get what you're saying. I'm not trying to be unclear. I'm trying to dance around. You're trying to play both sides. I'm trying to dance around the categories that are already there, you know. That I get. I, I get. I think I get what you're saying. You just don't want to humanize God, and, and I don't think we are. We're trying to understand. I don't God. want to create God in my own idea of who God is. And I think that's the wrong way to do it. I don't think that's the way history has done it. I okay. think history is... Well, should, should we or should we not try, try to understand God as best we can? Yeah, I think we should try to know God. Know, who know God, God right? understand God. I don't think there... But how can we know God apart from his word? But it's not, it's not apart from his word. We're, we're sitting here discussing yeah. his word and we're trying to yeah. understand the word as we read it. Yeah, but we're trying to we're trying to go beyond God's word, though, too, right? Well, no. The only way we can discuss God's word is is using the thing, the knowledge, the the, the things inside our head, and making it clash with God's word and and making it jive. Not, you know what I mean? Clash may not be the right word, but yeah. You you have the conversation and, and you make it make it work. You make it understand because you have that conflict. You have the conversation. Yeah. If you, if you do you ever really believe in something that is is unchallenged? How about that? There's an ideology out there that yeah. that goes unchallenged. Mm-hmm. Can you ever really believe in it? Yeah, like theoretically, right? Well, like 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 like, like Christianity. Let's just let's just say Christianity. If no one ever challenged Christianity. Yeah. And it was just there. How could we know that it is, in fact, correct unless we have been given the tools and the knowledge to defend it? And how do we have that tools and knowledge to defend it unless we sat there and worked through the problems that the critics bring up? Right. If we don't work through these problems ourselves, how do we know that this is, in fact, 
the good news. Yeah. Other than taking it on pure faith. Well, I don't think we do take it on pure no, faith. I'm not saying blind faith. faith. Right. Or I'm, blind not, faith. I'm not saying that we do. I'm saying the best way to like fortify your faith is to discuss it. Israel. To struggle with God. Yeah. You ask the questions and that solidifies your faith. It doesn't weaken it. It doesn't bring God down. It helps us know him. Right. Boom. Where's the mic? I need to drop it. <laughs> There's no boom. There's no boom. I no, think we no understand. No, we no understand boom. each other. Yeah. <laughs> we understand each other, but I... I still, at the end, end of the day, I don't feel like I'm fully explaining myself correctly. You know, well, that may be. We we all I, lack the words sometimes. Yeah, I think there's more to it. There's more to it than I'm than I'm able to express, and that that's what bugs me. That's fine. I, yeah, I've been there. Yeah, I think everybody yeah. has that. Anyway, mm-hmm. see that shit's fun to me. I like that. Mm-hmm. Like, like I like the discussion. Like, yeah, I like like I like going through the chapters and I like learning about it and reading it and having the discussion and, and, and understanding it as best I can. But yeah, well, let's talk I like about, I like mental masturbation. Let's talk about <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Yeah. That in terms of like the Exodus thing with Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Because, from my perspective, you have. It's fun. I think it's fun for me to listen to that conversation between somebody who is, you know, Jewish, very Jewish in terms of their the way they view the world, right? Like and they have a they have a closed system, even more closed than my perspective. Are you referring to a specific? Well, like um, Prager. Prager, yeah. Okay. Prager, like he has a definitive Jewish. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah conservative perspective yes when he sees exodus when he reads exodus he's not going to read jesus christ into exodus at all right yeah but there are christian commentators on that panel that will see jesus Jesus. in that in exodus yeah and then you have jordan peterson who's uh you know his ultimate authority is either the junk the Jungian, Jungian, Jungian idea, or it's um, like a humanist, a humanist idea of philosophy, philosophy being like the rationale, human rationale, rationality being the ultimate, being God, right? I don't know that I would say it's that's his ultimate. There's but no, but there's there's probably it. some kind of liberal philo- philosophical interpretation in there, and somewhere. Somewhere in there, yeah. whether or not it's coming from him or another commentator, that's what I find interesting. Peter, mm. what do you think? Are we are we doing this Exodus thing? I don't know. That's the plan after Romans. Yeah, fun. That would be fun. Yeah. Chill out. Can you project to this TV though? Yeah, we can. We can. Sure we log, uh, I don't know because they don't have an app. Well, they have an app, but not on TV. I don't know. But I, I've just been like Chromecasting from my phone. Yeah. So we'll, we'll figure it out. I think it'd be fun. Yeah, it's cool. It's like it's it's 
JP and Prager and, and like Jonathan Pajot and like just these scholars from fucking around the world. It's pretty cool. They just read through it. They, like we do here. Like they read chapter and verse and stop and discuss. And, mm-hmm. and there's like cool perspectives like Pajot is coming at it from like an artistic perspective which I would never have mm. thought to like look at it. But like they, they, they get into some weird shit and they're like, Oh, the water and the well and, and the water is chaos and blah blah blah. I'm like, right. Okay. Freaking <laughs> <laughs> artistic type. Yeah. And it's like it's cool to hear the stuff. I mean that's yeah. not necessarily a re- religious perspective, but it's it's yeah fun to hear it. Interest it's an interesting yeah, perspective. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm ending it. Yeah. Call it. What am I going to call it? Some weird name? Yeah, yeah some weird Mental name. masturbation. Mental, Mental masturbation. masturbation thing. That's what we talked about most. <laughs> yeah.